Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Tara Talks. Today I'm joined by Lee. She is the founder of Coach with Clarity, where women in the helping professions discover how to combine their talents, experience and intuition with a powerful coaching methodology. This is so that they can create a flexible, meaningful business that serves their people and supports their family without selling their souls. Today we're going to discuss what the three M's are in terms of her methodology, how to infuse more meaning into your day-to-day life and business operations, and what most people get wrong about mindset. Now this is a question I'm really interested in, so let's dive straight in. Hello and welcome back to the latest episode of Tara Talks. Today I am joined by Lee Shea Madonna. I hope I said that right. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Perfect. good few. A strong start. <laughs> Lee, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Tara. Thank you so much for welcoming me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm super excited too. So before we dive into our conversation today, would you mind please giving my listeners a little insight into you, who you are and what you do, please? Yes. So as you so beautifully said, my name is Lee Shea McDonough, and I'm the founder of Coach with Clarity. And that's where we really help intuitive, creative professionals leverage their existing talents and skills and experiences into a sustainable coaching career. I started out actually as a psychotherapist for over 15 years, and then eventually made the transition first into coaching and providing business coaching. And then the more people I worked with, the more they asked me, how did you become a coach? And can you help me become a coach? And so that began my pivot into training and education. And now I run programs that are accredited by the International Coaching Federation to support people in becoming a coach and in building their coaching mastery so that they can continue to serve their clients powerfully. I love it. I love it. So many things to unpick. So how did you, like, what were the beginning things when you started your business? How did you kind of find that as your calling? Yes. Um, I did all of the wrong things when I started my business. In fact, it was quite the journey from where I started to where I am now. Um, I knew after you know, over a decade and a half of being a public health professional, a social worker, and a therapist, that I really wanted to show up and serve people in a way that looked different than what I had seen in the traditional medical model and in the healthcare system. And because I was moving into coaching from a profession that had supported and sustained me for so long, I kind of came into it with this attitude of, I have to make this work. If I'm going to turn my back on my profession and leave social work, then this coaching thing has to work. And that energy, as you're probably sensing, was really one of almost desperation. And I think I carried that with me into my work for the first year or so. And I wound up building a business and a brand that reflected what I thought would work and what I thought would bring me success versus really leaning into what sets me apart as a coach and a business owner and a mentor. So it took a good 12 to 18 months for me to kind of sort all of that out. And the minute I released my Myself from other people's expectations and all of the shoulds and all of the assumptions I had made about coaching and decided if I'm going to do this, I'm going to really ground my business in what matters to me and my values and who I want to serve. The minute I got comfortable with that, that's when things started changing. And that's when I started seeing uh, more success, quite honestly, in, in my work. I love that. And I love that you touched on values because I think that's such an important thing that so many people just disregard and they almost just don't think about it when they're looking at who they want to work with who they want to serve how they want their business to fit around the life 
So I'm really, really pleased you touched on that. Um, one of the things that I know that you're super passionate about are your three M's. Do you mind just giving our listeners a little insight into what those three M's are, please, and how they can really help somebody create a business that is so aligned, so connected to their values, and so them? Absolutely. The three M's is really the framework I use both in my own work, my self-coaching, but also with my clients. And the three M's stand for meaning, mindset, and mindfulness. And these concepts are rooted in a framework called acceptance and commitment therapy or acceptance and commitment coaching. We're seeing that emerging as well. Uh, We call it ACT for short. And when I was a therapist, ACT was my primary therapeutic approach. And the core principles of ACT are universally applicable certainly outside the therapy room, they're perfectly suited for coaching. But as with many psychotherapeutic approaches, they're really wordy, lots of jargon, lots of technical language. And so the three M's is my take on some of those fundamental act principles. And I've developed them in a way that they're user-friendly for coaches, for entrepreneurs, for everyone. So that first M, meaning Actually, it's perfect that we were just talking about values because that's really what it's about. Meaning is getting really clear on what matters most to you, what you stand for, how you want to live your life, what you want your legacy to be. So all of those like really big, important concepts. But then we also have to look at how do we take action that is consistent with our values. So it's one thing to say, I value service. I value connection. It's quite another to make decisions in our businesses and our relationships and in our lives that reflect those values. So that's what that first M is about. It's about clarifying what matters most to you and then discovering how to take action in a way that feels aligned. And then what about the mindset piece? So I know that this is such a hot topic at the moment and I'm obsessed with mindset, um, completely obsessed by it and it, it is huge. So how and why does that then follow the meaning? Yes, I for one am so excited that mindset is something we're talking about quite a bit now. It's it's definitely part of the zeitgeist more than it was even five years ago. And I might take a slightly different approach to mindset than what we've seen in other places because mindset traditionally has focused on your thoughts, your mind. I mean, the word mind is in mindset, so that makes sense. But I actually prefer to broaden it a little bit. When I talk about mindset, I'm really looking at how we connect to and relate to our internal experiences. And so internal experiences certainly include thoughts. They also include emotions, sensations, feelings, memories, all of those things that when we experience them, we know we are. Someone else might not know unless we share that with them. So they're private, they're internal. And so when we have a thought, when we have an emotion, how do we respond to and relate to it? That to me is at the heart of mindset work. And what I find is that when we are working with thoughts that are unwanted or uncomfortable, we actually tend to get hooked by them. We, on some level, believe that just because our mind has a thought, it's true and we own it. And so much of how we shape our own self-concept and worthiness is dictated by our thoughts. And interestingly, with emotions, oftentimes it's the opposite. If we have an unwanted or uncomfortable emotion, we don't want to feel it. So we avoid, we run away, we numb out with whatever our vice of choice is. So we get hooked by our thoughts. We try to avoid our emotions. And so as you can imagine, what we really need to do is kind of flip that. How can we create some space between our thoughts and ourselves so that our thoughts 
we can choose the extent to which they inform who we are. And then our feelings, we learn how to create space for those uncomfortable emotions because we understand they're temporary and they may feel really intense in the moment and we have what we need to work our way through them. And so mindset is really looking at completely changing the way we relate to our internal experiences so that we can take action and move forward in a way that's consistent with our values. I love it. I was so interested actually because I knew that you had a slightly different way to look at and talk about mindset and I do as well. I mean mine's slightly different to yours but so often when I say to somebody you know how is your mindset have you done any mindset work the most common answer is oh I'm quite a positive person I'm like darling that barely scratches the surface like that's great Amen. <laughs> that's great and all, but no we're about five percent there so I love that actually you're starting to really look deeper it's so much deeper than just the surface level of I'm quite positive I can do an affirmation and I really really love that I really love kind of exploring the subconscious mind on an even deeper level and looking at the habits, the emotions, the memories, the um, the beliefs and really starting to pick them all apart because I think they're all such an important piece, aren't they, of like the mindset journey. I agree with you. And I also love the example you just shared because so often when people hear mindset, they think, oh, I've got to be thinking positively. I've got to be training my brain to support me. And don't get me wrong, I'm all about affirmations and, and positivity, but not at the expense of denying our experience. And the fact is we are going to have thoughts and emotions that we don't want, that don't feel good. And that is a part of the human experience. And so the goal is not to eliminate those or get rid of them. It's really more to to figure out how do we make space for them? How might we even learn from them? And then how can we release them so that we're not anchoring our lives around these thoughts and feelings that we don't necessarily want to have? Yes, I love it. And what about mindfulness then? Where does this come into the puzzle and why, crucially, is it so important as part of your 3M strategy? Yes, mindfulness is another term that certainly has gained popularity in the last decade or two. Again, I am very happy about that. And with that comes sometimes some misunderstandings. I think sometimes people hear mindfulness and they immediately go towards meditation, which of course is a wonderful mindfulness practice. But mindfulness is is bigger than that. It's really about how we engage in the present moment. And ideally we do so from a place of non-judgment, non-attachment, so that we can be present and fully connected in the moment um, while also creating space for grace and compassion. Again, when those thoughts and feelings come up and we tend to judge ourselves around them, that can really pull us out of the present moment. And so what mindfulness invites us to do is to connect truly with the now. And I believe this is so important, especially for coaches, because when we work with our clients or when we're doing our own self-coaching work, we have a tendency to do what I call time traveling. We can get hooked by a thought that shoots us into the past and all of a sudden we're remembering what we did or didn't do. Maybe we have some regret around that. Maybe we experience some sadness. Likewise, we can also get hooked by a thought about what's yet to come. And we start getting anxious and trying to plan a future that is really outside our sphere of control. So our mind is really good at helping us time travel into the past or into the future. Mindfulness helps us re-anchor into the present because if we are doing all of this value-based work and if we are building connections and relationships, we want to savor that in the moment. And mindfulness really allows us to do that. How then can that help you in your business? 
you know, it sounds like such a great thing, doesn't it? You know, be really present, be really you know, disconnected from any outcomes, be so present with your clients, with your work, with all the things. But how can that actually help you in your business, would you say? Yes. So I think that is a multifaceted answer. Number one, the strength of our business at the end of the day has a lot to do with how we show up and serve our clients, especially as coaches. So we can have the best marketing strategies and amazing social media campaigns and wonderful funnels and all of that. But if we're not actually delivering our services in a way where our clients go, this is amazing, then we are going to have a hard time creating success in our business. So mindfulness in one way really helps us when we are actually connecting with clients. It ensures that our clients have our full focus, our full attention, and we're able to co-create with them in that space because we're not getting distracted by past or future thoughts. I think the other thing too is, I don't know about you, but I went into business for myself because I wanted the freedom and the flexibility that came with being a business owner. Um, and I find it to be a much more pleasurable experience, quite honestly, than working for someone else. Uh, and so mindfulness helps me just take stock of the moment and to really lean into what I love about being a business owner. And certainly, if we're going to run a successful business, we do need to plan for the future. We do need to review data from past uh, events in order to inform our decision making. So it's not that we shouldn't be thinking about the past or the future, but it's more about when we do, let's do so from a place of intentionality. It's not that we are getting sucked in to time traveling, it's that we are choosing to do that because we know it will support our business in the long run. So mindfulness really supports our businesses by helping us take action from an intentional place and not resorting to that default way of doing things. Love it. And how can people incorporate a little bit more mindfulness into their days, into their business, into their lives? What sort of things do you personally do to keep yourself grounded and to really focus on your own mindfulness? I really love looking for what I call mindful moments throughout my day. Now, I mentioned before, meditation is certainly a mindfulness practice that a lot of people use. I meditate. I find it to be really beneficial. And I also understand that not everyone's into that or not everyone has, you know, even five or 10 minutes to sit and meditate. But most of us have 30 seconds. Most of us have a minute. And it's in those times where we can bring those mindful moments into our day. So for example, if I'm driving and I am at a red light and I'm waiting for the light to change, that red light is my cue to take a breath and treat this as a mindful moment, to just notice my surroundings, to take stock of where I'm at, maybe even to find a, a moment of gratitude for whatever's going on. So I create little cues in my day to have those mindful moments. Red lights are one. Um, I have a, a water filter or water pitcher rather, and it takes me about 30 seconds to fill it. Every time I'm filling my water pitcher, that is a signal, take a mindful moment. And so the more we practice these little micro mindful moments, I think that actually changes the way we go through our day and it opens us up for all sorts of other opportunities where we can be mindful of the moment and really recognize, wow, I am here in the now, in this moment, isn't this extraordinary? If you're watching the video on YouTube rather than listening to the audio as the podcast, you will have seen the biggest smile on my face just then. Um, <laughs> one of my best ever posts on Instagram was here are, I think it was something like 19 ways you can improve your mindset or become more mindful 
that take no extra time. And one of them was every time you switch your coffee machine on, every time you flick the kettle, every time you flush the loo, like all these really, really basic, silly things that we do completely throughout the day, all day, every day. And it's just looking at those little moments and anchoring something. It's like a habit stack, like anchor a positive feeling, anchor a gratitude, anchor a connection to your goal every single time you do any of those things. And throughout the day, you're just constantly keeping yourself in a really good place. So I love that you touched on that so much. I love that too. And and again, that pairing, if we can pair everyday habits, everyday experiences with those mindful moments, then it becomes second nature and it really does change our outlook. So I love that that's your perspective as well. I love it. And what about meaning then? So we touched on it a little bit, a little bit earlier on in this episode, how can we bring more meaning into our day-to-day life? You know, we're, we're starting to think about our mindset. We're starting to think about being really mindful. How can we bring in a bit more meaning into our lives? I think at the core of meaning, again, is this concept of intentionality. Not just what are we doing, but why are we doing it? So as business owners, are we clear on what our values are for our personal self and also our business and where they might overlap. So once we're clear on what those values are, then we want to think about what does it really look like on a day-to-day basis for me to take action from those values? And here's here's actually kind of the uh, the advanced strategy because a lot of us have values that for the most part are pretty harmonious, but there may be times when they actually come into conflict with each other. And so an example would be a a coach who really values service and showing up and supporting their clients fully and also values family and wanting to be present for their partner, their children, their parents, their their family of choice, whoever it is they define as family. And I know in my own life, sometimes I have a conflict between wanting to show up for my client at a given time and my children needing me at a given time. And then all of a sudden I have this values clash. So I think one of the best things that we can do when it comes to meaning is to think through how will I tackle those value clashes? How can I, oh, I think we, okay, I think we pause Ah, Zoom. Every now and then we get a little hiccup. Um, but I was talking about how it can be so helpful as entrepreneurs for us to really think through how can I navigate through these value clashes? And oftentimes it means being really clear on what is needed from me in this moment. That's where mindfulness comes in too. When we're aware of what's going on in the present moment, then we can be responsive to it and we can choose, okay, in this moment, this value needs to take the lead. It's not that I don't continue to value this other thing, but that's not where I'm going to take action from today. And then when we look at it, on the whole, it's not about each individual moment. It's about how do we find a general balance so that we are living in integrity with all of these values. And we know the times where one value may need to take precedence over another. I love it. So we've touched on those three M's and I absolutely love every single one of them so much. So thank you for sharing. How do they then link into actually finding clarity? So whether it's clarity around who you want to work with, clarity around your packages, your pricing, whatever that looks like. What would you say is the link between the three M's and clarity? 
Ooh, that is a fantastic question. <laughs> well, let's start with meaning. Uh, and just to be clear, we could actually start with any of the three M's. That's kind of the beautiful thing about them is any one of them can be an entry point because they all work together so well. But especially in coaching and with coaches, I do find meaning to be a fantastic entry point because clarity, I, I see clarity coming through action. We can think about things all we want, but often it's when we take action that things start to make sense, that we start to develop that deeper understanding. So if we believe that clarity is derived from action, we want to make sure that the actions we're taking are consistent with how we want to show up in our businesses and our in our lives. So that's where the meaning piece comes in. When we're clear on what matters most to us and we take action from that place, clarity will result. And then that clarity in turn can inform form how we think about things, how we feel about things, how we view the world around us. And so then we start seeing how it integrates with mindset and mindfulness. So to me, action is that key point and understanding how the three M's inform our actions will then influence how we gain greater clarity. I love it. Oh my goodness. I love it so much. Um, I think we've been through so much. <laughs> there's been <laughs> such an amazing, there's been so much value packed into our conversation. Um, thank you so much for sharing your three M's, sharing your take on clarity. Um, and it's been really interesting actually to hear your understanding and your takeaway of meaning, mindset and mindfulness. So some really, really key things for our listeners to take away there. Um, I'd love to pop some links in the show notes. Where would you love to connect with our listeners online? Um, and is there anything that you would love to share? Absolutely. I have so enjoyed this conversation too, Tara. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show. My central place is coachwithclarity.com. So if you head to my website, that's where you can learn more about the three M's. Uh, as well as my book, Act on Your Business, where I do a deep dive into the three M's. You can also learn about the Coach with Clarity podcast, where we certainly explore the three M's as well. And if you'd like to go a little deeper, I do have a free chapter of my book available for download, uh, and it's a deep dive into the three M's. So if you head to coachwithclarity.com slash act, you can download that free chapter. Amazing. Thank you. I'll pop the links to your website online um, on in the show notes. So thank you so much for being here today and just sharing such amazing wisdom. I've absolutely loved our conversation. Thank you so much.